Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 Cup car, the 7 winning Xfinity car, Woo! and the 29 truck. Hey guys, it's KB, live from Exalted Studios, and today we have a special guest because Brett decided to go to Montana where there's no cell service. Hey everyone, I am Josh Williams, spotter for Ryan Blaney in the <laughs> series and the Xfinity series. Josh, we don't say that word. That's a good point. We do not say that word. And the cup it's a bad, it's a bad that, word. I forgot until I was already into it. Can you beep it out? Oh yeah. <laughs> beep it. Just don't Everything cut it out. Just beep that part out because we all people need to know he's a moron still. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, I need one, actually. Oh, how nice of you. But uh, since Brett's not here, I would like to thank One Main Financial for the awesome opportunity to do this podcast. And uh, we are currently sitting in, Josh, do you know what studio we are sitting we are in? in the Exalta studio. Uh, who's behind you? Dale Earnhardt Jr. Do you like that? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's really <laughs> close, though. He's watching you. He's he doesn't have a head on that one picture, though. I feel like after yesterday, he's a little bit closer with his eyes. With him. He's mad at yeah. me. Yeah. Maybe, um, so anyway, yeah, that'll be uh, good for the BS session. Well, what can you, I wish we could take the clip of Ryan yesterday being all angry at the 88. Let's just beat for like 15 seconds and that's pretty much the clip. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out when he was mad at us because the one time that he started passing us, we just let him go. It was after that. We, uh, we tried to pass you for like five or six laps after the No, 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 no. That you didn't try to pass us. The first time you got there, he let you go. The second time. The first time, yes, you're right. We never raced you side by side. No, we were just, you were holding up like six people. Oh, so and then, you weren't fast enough is what the problem yeah, was. Yeah, pretty much. We were close, though. And then we burned well, that, our stuff up. That's not our fault. I'm with you. Should have burned up more. <laughs> well, we <laughs> burned it up enough for Jimmy to get by us, and then Jimmy got to you, and you, like, pulled over, like, we hands didn't pull waiting. over. He got, he was fast. He was, he was faster than you. Were you guys talking you? up top on the spotter stand? No, we don't really talk about that stuff. You don't <clears throat> You don't have time to run down and be like, oh, well, Josh isn't going to come tell me that, you know, Ryan thinks my driver is a dumbass or something. <laughs> He's not going to – I mean, it's just not something you do. Now, if, something, if you sometimes you have legitimate, like, hey, this is the plan here. This is what we're trying to do. Sometimes you have legitimate stuff or, you know, we uh, the 31 caught us running the top side. 
and as soon as I told Del Jr. I said, hey, he's, he's like five back and he's running. He's going into the turn one like he's missing the corner and just shooting up the racetrack and then turning and going again. And I told Del Jr. that. So Del Jr. went down there and just ran that line. And it's exactly what the 31 would have done if you caught him. And um, I actually – we only did it for a lap, but I thought it was kind of cool because when you run guys down like the one and the 31, not to mention any numbers, they will move their line to where you are running simply so you cannot pass them. And – that is a frequent occurrence every week. Um, but you don't really go down there and, and be like, excuse me, sir, your driver, my driver thinks your driver is a dumbass. So for anyone who's listening who didn't, who doesn't know what you guys are talking about, what happened between Dale and Ryan? So When was it during the race? Just one of them longer runs. Like, nothing really happened. Ryan just couldn't get around us. He never – Del Jr. is the type, if you run him down and – Yesterday, we were probably running between 7th and 12th most of the day. When you run him down, when you get position on him, it's hard to get position on people. When you get a bumper there, he lets you go. But until you do that, it's not he's not just going to be like, oh, hey, there you are, you're three back, go ahead. That's kind of the, the rule of how it goes. If you get position on a guy, instead of racing side by side, just let the guy go, he's faster, and you'll get that back later. Well, Ryan never really got to that point. It was really hard to get to that point. And I feel like their car was not quite as strong that run as it had been. It was it was better before. Yeah. And he never could get to that point, so he thought we were beep 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 beep. And Ryan, I know he doesn't mean any of it because he's he he's good dude, you know. But when he puts his helmet on, he gets a little angry sometimes. Yeah. So the whole story was our track bar gesture just broke the run before that. So that's our fault. Oh, no, but we were upset, so our blood pressure was a little high, as he said he needed to pull some tape. Maybe the guy that invented your track bar stuff is the dumb. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe he was taking his anger out on Dale Jr. because of that guy. Maybe I'll need some more quality production stuff. <laughs> Control, maybe. I don't know. It's okay. It's just saying, man. So, <clears throat> Jr. didn't do anything wrong. He was just holding up a few people on the restart, which he has all the right to do. Well, normally if it's one guy and you're on his bumper, he'll let you go after a few laps, but... If he let us go, there's five people behind us, so he was protecting his ground like he should. So Ryan was just frustrated the whole situation, and we were only good for 20 laps since our track bar adjuster was broke. So he had well, to take his anger out on somebody. Uh, well, yeah. Should have qualified in front of us. We did. Should have stayed there. We didn't. That's not my problem. How'd you guys finish? How'd Ryan finish? We ended up 23rd. <clears throat> yeah, we weren't far in front of him. <laughs> we had a speed penalty. So. Yeah, we didn't have any penalties. How about that Xfinity race? Should have got four. <laughs> four ended up. Working. I've been telling him ever since that race ended. Even before we went back green there at the end, I think I might have told him that they should have got four tires. In my in the Xfinity series, there's especially at a race like Phoenix, there's not that many. You don't have a you don't have as many. A lot of Cup guys took that race off. Like there wasn't a lot of wasn't a lot of um you know Kyle wasn't in there. Mm-hmm. You have Brad, but uh, you know you had Blaney and and Austin Dillon, which are Cup guys now, but they're still young. So you didn't have a uh, you didn't have all this experience to run against and race against like you normally do. And and uh, if you have a fast car, I believe the 22 is the best car in the long run, and I think the seven was the best car in the short run. But if you put, you know, you can't. You to me, if you have the fastest car, you should just get four because you only have to beat. Especially if you know the short run car is probably getting four. You know what I mean? You should probably get four tires. So he thinks they still should get two, but I don't know how you can think that when it didn't work. 
I think it would have worked, but we lost a lot of traffic. It, was, it, it was proven not to work. <laughs> it was our best chance to win because it was going to be short runs with cautions probably. So you should have needed four. No. The we fastest would. car has four. How do you not need four? Well, we came out in front of you, so if we would have maintained that position for the restart. We lost it all the first lap of the restart. That's whose fault's that? It was probably mine because we were three wide. Should have got four. <laughs> you guys had a killer car, though. Our car was really good, yeah. It took us 15 or 20 laps to get going, and then I thought we could run down the seven, but the seven was really strong on the short run. He's Dang, good. that but seven that's was probably, that's probably going to be doubled now that we had four tires and you only had two. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Get off the tires. Oh, it's been three days now. It's okay. Yeah, should have got four, man. <sighs> You've been spraying. Should have, could have, would have. Should have, could have, would have. Anyway, so. So you had a <laughs> rocket ship. <laughs> I had a happy engineer at home. Yeah. It was exciting. Yeah. I make cookies, by the way, so they're in the engineering hall. So I read the, you know the other engineer on that car? Shoemate? Yeah. Yeah. So I read his comments, like, I, when I do go into the cup hauler, I read them every week. Just Other oh, post-race analysis? Yeah, yeah, just how stuff went, like, uh, and, um, so now every week I'm going to remind Shoemate that he puts comments in there, like, oh, well, TJ went down here and said we should try the run the middle or whatever, and it didn't work as usual. <laughs> So, <laughs> now coming to the green, we're going down the backstretch. I'm like, all right, Justin, we're coming to the green here. You know, I'd probably just roll down here and run the middle. What do you think, Ryan? And uh, he never tossed on the radio, but I know he heard me. So, uh, I didn't see any. Whose I didn't decision see any was it to on... run at the bottom? What's that? Whose decision was it to run at the bottom? When? I'm just talking like when we go to tracks like Atlanta or something, you're always looking for a place to go. Right. And normally, nine times out of ten, the bottom is not where you want to go. You get just get jammed up, and then people get runs behind you. Then on the backstretch, you're the guy hung out. So I'm I'm a big fan of not running the bottom really anywhere. Even when you go to like a Las Vegas, you know we we had a run through the middle one time, and and Austin Dillon about wrecked the field when he came down on us. But I'm a big fan, and Justin had to lift there. But I'm a big fan of not getting trapped on the bottom. The bottom was bad again this weekend. If you weren't in the front row, you were gonna you were gonna come out and. You know, we were hoping to be fourth on the initial start in the cup race. We started third. We were hoping to be fourth that week because they just get them runs, and you can't it's so much faster. But So I'm going to make sure I let Ryan know every week that I'm reading his post-race notes and, <laughs> and comments and stuff throughout the race. And he's more than welcome to try to spot if he'd like to. You should just make better suggestions, and he would agree with you. Well, I'm trying to figure out how many races he spotted. Probably zero. No wins, no Daytona 500s. Just wondering how many races he spotted or done anything different than, you know. Were you concerned at all about the restarts with all the cautions at the end of that race? No, nah, I wasn't really. Con well, you never know what's going to happen. Because you had Blaney on your ass. Yeah, I wasn't worried about Blaney at all. I didn't even know any of that was going down until after the race. So I wasn't really worried about Blaney. Blaney had bigger problems at that point in time. So, um, you know, we at that point we were in the cup race. We were. Are you talking about, like, the cup race? Mm -mm, Xfinity. Oh, um, with Justin, you know, we were really good on the short run. So I really wasn't, I was just worried about getting clear of them guys as quick as we could. Sometimes if Austin gets out front, he can be hard to pass. And, um, Eric Jones wasn't too bad, but Austin can make it really difficult sometimes. And he's the type of guy that you could clear him, then he'll cross you over and come back. And you're just, it's just annoying sometimes, but you know, I don't, uh, I was more worried about just getting as big a lead as we could because I knew if it did string out. And we had it when it went green, we actually got out front really quick. And we were, we were what, leading and you were, what, like, fourth or something? Yeah. I felt really good about that scenario there because I knew the 22 – I knew the two was going to race the 22 really hard and and uh, it was going to be tough to make up all that ground. So 
Um, I really wasn't nervous about it, but I was more nervous about the the last. Was that you talking about the very last restart? Yep. Yeah, I was a little nervous about that. I was nervous about that because <clears throat> you just never know. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna miss the corner a little bit and get it. If all it takes is one little. Larson should have won that race, but he got a note at Stenhouse, and it cost him four or five car lengths, and that was the difference. So in the Cup race, but were you nervous? Yeah. How was uh, Ryan after the race too? The Xfinity race? Yeah. yeah. No, we just we needed a little bit longer run to get by some of those guys since we didn't have that track position. You needed more speed. We needed more tires, right? In the beginning, and well, which which would have been tires. <laughs> Josh, let's talk a little bit about you for a hot sec. Anyone that doesn't know you on the um, that's listening to the podcast, although they should. Give us, give us Frequent the uh, visitor of the cookout at about midnight, right? It was 2 o'clock last night. <laughs> give yeah. us the 30-second rundown. I considered it. I did not go. It was out of the way. I normally go. It was that would have been perfect if you'd went. Did you have to put your house address in your phone last night when you were on the way home? No, I made it. I made it last night. I wasn't that tired. I slept on the plane. So uh, have you not found your house after a race? Yeah, so embarrassing story. <laughs> after Daytona, I don't know about TJ, but it this takes year? a lot. Yes, a month ago takes a lot out of me so i was pretty mentally drained well we wrecked that's a good point well i, <laughs> I was pretty fresh <laughs> you're already home at this point i was so. probably home yeah well i was wore out so i stayed up on the flight home landed and i literally forgot how to get to my house from the airport so i had to what? put yeah didn't from I, statesville i was driving on the way home and i'm like where do i turn like spun where out. do you live i live up in mooresville oh, okay on the property <laughs> in Morrison. Oh, that's right. right. You are on the property. Yeah. He lives right here, right by the 76 <laughs> sign. Pretty close to that. So I had to put my house address in my phone to get home. It was embarrassing. Loser. But I had to tell everybody. Loser. I will say, though, coming from Statesville Airport, there's a couple of those back roads. If you miss one of the turns, like I, I've I've ended up where I didn't know where I was before and, and had to figure it out. So, I mean, there's a lot of dark back roads over there. It is. You go through that scary town of Troutman. <laughs> <clears throat> it's scary up there, man. You get a red light there, you're in trouble, man. I run that at midnight. Josh, Just, you're gonna get where are you from? How'd you get started in spotting? I am from Martinsville, Virginia. Um, <laughs> you love hot dogs. <laughs> you and 13 others. <laughs> <laughs> They're all family. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I love pink hot dogs. I don't like those Frank deals. Okay. And uh, from Martinsville. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Started spotting, I was friends with a bunch of drivers and people in NASCAR, and uh, Scott Speed actually needed a spotter, and that's how I got into it. He wanted me to basically travel and play golf with him. So Was that when he was at Red Bull? That was right after he left Red Bull. Okay. We became friends when he was there, and then when he left, started running some smaller stuff I needed. He wanted me to help me. So TJ was actually one of the first people to kind of help me show me the ropes, which is probably yeah, a little bit spun out now. Maybe I might have helped Scott, too, because <clears throat> he asked me about you. Where's my cut? Where's my cut? Where's my cut, <laughs> man? You're fine. I'm here for free. Feet? Where's my cut? <laughs> we all are. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, you guys are on salary. It's true. <laughs> Josh and I are salary, and you guys get money for doing this. It's great. Mm-hmm. And all the water you can drink. Mm. Lots of water. Yeah. Normally, anyway. TJ brings Chick-fil-A, so he yeah, must not so like you today. <clears throat> I showed up like five minutes late because, number one, I couldn't find my car keys. I had no idea where they were at. Uh, Same car you drove last night? No, I got a ride home. My car stayed. I flew out of Concord and came back into Statesville. Mm-hmm. So I got a ride, and we were showing our house to sell it. And everything gets shuffled around and put places, and somebody moved my car keys. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not going to name any names on that, but 
There's so two then, people who could have moved to car keys. Yeah, and I'm not going to blame my daughter. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then so uh, I don't know if you've met our new dog, have you? I'm not. Yeah, he's he, sweet. He, okay. Kylo. His name's Kylo. Yeah, he's the same breed as the other one, but he's he's um, y- your driver would call him a an '88 car <laughs> yesterday. Um, so I let him out. And he just keeps looking at me, and I know he's got to go to the bathroom. And he won't go. He like looking at me like maybe he got stage fright. Yeah, he's gun shy. So yeah, well, okay. So I walk back inside, and then he comes back in. I'm like, he, I saw him come down off the hill, and he's like, no, nah. like no, you got to go back out. So finally, I had to, I really had to wait for him. That's why I was a few minutes late. I almost brought him, but I'm not going home from here. So that was the least exciting story I've ever heard in my entire life. <clears throat> it wasn't supposed to be exciting. <laughs> Wake up, Josh. All right, we're going into spot on, spot off. You guys ready? No. Josh Williams. Yes. Josh T. Williams. Yes, ma'am. What's the T stand for? Tyler. Tyler. My middle name. Josh Tyler. Are you a Joshua? Are you like Josh? It's just Josh. Oh, it's Josh. I'm a Joshua. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. Joshua. So we got a Joshua and a Josh E. Yeah. By the way, your sister was awesome yesterday. I saw your sister. She's amazing. God, she, she was awesome. She looks phenomenal for having a child. I agree. Okay. Me too. She gave me a rise on the golf crash day, so she was awesome. Hey, Josh gave me gave me a ride the other day, too. So. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I was thanks. Not, I wasn't at the track yet, sorry. I pointed Josh in the right direction of the good breakfast sandwich, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spot on, spot off. Record high temperatures in Phoenix. Go ahead, Josh. You're a little thicker. <laughs> spot on. <laughs> <I> lost... <laughs> That's real funny. <laughs> spot on, because I got a tan. I lost some weight. You really consider that <laughs> literally burning <laughs> calories? Yeah, absolutely. Did you uh, Did you see my Strava workout? I did not. You're on Saturday. Strava? Yeah, did you see my workout? <laughs> no, I didn't know you were on that. Well, <laughs> so me me and Jimmy and, like, Dale Jr., I've been on it for a long time, but then Dale Jr.'s been on it, and he's got Jimmy and, and Casey and all these guys, and they are putting workouts in there, like, running for, like, 20 miles, like, and then riding for 60 and stuff. So I put in there my workout on Saturday. I did two practices, a qualifying session, an Xfinity race, you know, like a couple hundred miles or whatever, and it took me four hours and 30 minutes. And Oh, I am following you. Yeah. How many calories did you burn? Oh, in that? your update in Strava oh, is I don't know. spotted all day, one hundred <clears throat> miles, four hours, thirty minutes. Yeah. Did you read the comment? <laughs> Roll scroll down, read my description. Spotted two practices in a qualifying session, about to do an Xfinity race. I'm effing lazy, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my workout. It's a good That's workout. ridiculous. I killed yesterday's That's too. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. Spot off for the hot in Phoenix. The one good news is is that we're probably going to have the same spotter sand when they do all their additions and stuff, but it was brought up to maybe put some sort of little roof over that thing. Nice. So that'll be pretty cool. Let's hope and pray. It was hot as Phoenix, hell. Phoenix, please, if you're listening, thanks for the water. Yeah, they do a great job of giving us water. They do. And oh. ice. They, the ice melts in like 30 minutes. They come in there and put like a whole bag of ice on the waters, and you look back there, and it's just like, it's almost like you can see the steam. But it's um, it just literally melts right away. Spot on, spot off. Four top ten finishes for Junior Motorsports and Justin wins. And also the Dash for Cash winner. Yeah. He had a large check. You guys hey, should have. we have that check, by the way? You should have brought. the hat bag where you told me to put it. Okay. Oh, do I get a hat bag? Hey, speaking of, why didn't you come down to Victory Lane? I wasn't sure I had a ride after that. Oh. I didn't know Tyler was still going to be there. So, yeah. Otherwise, I would have been down there. You but. can have Dale's. Dale only wore two hats. And then he came back and just... Oh, I got a bag of used hats? Well, he didn't put them on his head. 
I get a bag of used hats? Is that what you're saying? They're not well, used. Well, we ran out of hats, too. So. We did. Imagine that. Well, no. Like, people come into Victory Lane, and they just take the hats. So our guys would hold on to them, and then they'd sit them on the ground, and someone would take them. That's okay. Spotter didn't do anything anyway. You don't go celebrate after you win? I, I would, but I Brett wasn't sure I had down, a ride. Brett comes down. Brett has beer. <laughs> yeah, like, Justin Brett's wins also, and you. Brett's a drunk. <laughs> no, <Just kidding>. not. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to, but, you know, I was hungry or something. Too hot. Josh, I know you are going to say spot on for our top 10 finishes. You're so happy for us. Yeah, Josh, you? spot on for that. Spot on, <laughs> man. I'm not going spot on, spot off, but you guys have ran really well this year. You should have got four. You'd have been spot on yeah. all day. <laughs> are we still in the tire situation? Should have got four. Three days now. They were really, really strong. William got up there near the end, too. I was actually uh, – William's been impressive this year. Mm -hmm. I, I can tell he got a little bit um, – he got a little bit rattled there in that race. Not rattled, but – you know, he got in there and found out what these guys are going to be like a little bit, but he um he persevered through it and and uh you know made it still finish good. Yeah, so. his and his last uh, pit stop, something happened with something broke, like a rear something chain. I don't know. Dave was talking about it, but mm. I don't. I'm not an engineer, obviously. Yeah, I thought <laughs> Williams done really well so far. It's hard yeah. to switch series like that, and yeah, he's done really good. He's been fast in qualifying. He's picked up pretty decent. Yeah. Spot on, spot off, Josh. 45 to 1 odds for Newman at Phoenix. Spot on. About what I expected. Had a good pitch strategy. Yeah, spot on because they would probably be that again right now. Yeah. I mean, nowhere did anybody think Ryan Newman was going to win that race. With with 312 to go or with 12 to go, no one thought Ryan Newman was going to win that race. No. So I didn't think he was going to win it with two to go. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't think he was going to win. Even on the white flag lap, I thought Larson would get to him in three and four and and then what was crossing my mind is what Ryan did to Larson to get into the chase a couple of years ago out of four. Do you remember that? Mm -mm. So Ryan Newman had to beat Larson to get in the chase, and he straight up just doored him into the wall off of turn four to beat him, like wrecked him, like destroyed the car. And uh, I had visions of something like that going down again. And I was I, thinking the same exact thing when he I was a, Yeah. <laughs> How awesome would that have been, though? For Larson to get payback and get a, get a win out of it too on the guy that took him out, you know it wasn't for a win then, but it was for Newman into the chase, which is a big deal. Bigger than a win. Yeah, so I don't know. I is Ryan a fighter? Has he ever like fought someone when he got? I super don't think pissed? he's ever fought anybody, but he's been into a he's been in a couple altercations. Melees. He's a talker. He is a talker. Yeah, he's a talker. For he, I mean, I wouldn't want to fight Ryan Newman. Dude's like. Stalky, like he's like he has uh, cattle. He has cow. Cattle, yeah. He's oh, tough. cattle. He's a tough farm boy. I'm not messing with him. I don't know what the hell that has to do with <laughs> anything about being strong. You have a little fluffy dog. He has like 20 right, cows on a true. farm. Oh, so right now you're telling me he's out there wrestling him or something? He might be, yeah. <laughs> no, wrestling bears. He no. could if he wanted. These people, you know, when guys like this get cattle, they get get people to take care of them too. I think he takes care yeah, of. Yeah, he looks like he would take care of them. Yeah. Y'all want to fight? No, I'm not fighting Ryan Newman. Yeah, just checking. I'm Why not? Fight somebody else. You pick somebody. Who would you not want to fight in the Cup Series? Newman probably number one. Who's else? Harvick. Really? Yeah, he does a lot of taekwondo. He's, he's like stuff. a he's like a chihuahua. He's like always wanting to bite an ankle, but he never really like. When's the last time Harvick really connected? Probably Kyle Busch at Darlington that year when he punched him through the window. Yeah, but I mean that wasn't even really a fight. The guy, one guy was in a car. Cause he was scared. It'd be Can like so, it'd be like somebody walking up to you at the cookout when you're in the drive-through line and just punching you in the face. Is that that's right? Not, that's not happening. Nobody's punching me at the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> but 
else wouldn't you want to fight? Carl. Yeah, I probably wouldn't want to fight Carl. Yeah, if I fought Carl, it would have to be dirty. Like, I'd just have to... <laughs> Use bats. Pinch him. Yeah, I'd have to bring <laughs> Use a bat. A bat. <laughs> that escalated. You either hit him with a bat or just fight dirty. What about you? Carl would be Carl. my number one. Kristen. Strong. None of them are going to hit a girl. Danica? Okay, uh, pretend you were... Like, I'm three times her size. We pull your hair up and you wear the scream mask. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who wouldn't you want to fight? Uh, any of those guys. I don't think any of them would want to fight you. <laughs> yeah, take them all down. I don't think any so we of were them. in victory lane and we had a flat tire and our guys, we couldn't get the jack out of the car to get the car out of victory lane. So mm. um, they asked Josh to come over and help lift it up. And I was very offended. They didn't ask for my help. Did you pull anything? You okay? You probably would have been allergic to something on the car. <laughs> and then he carried like 10 bags back. So Josh got his workout in on Friday. Good he job, was man. a team player. I'm glad you got Sunday off to recuperate. Yeah. <laughs> Josh had nothing to do yesterday but watch watch college basketball and drink we're gonna take a break and drink this race center update brought to you by exalta junior motorsports claimed a nascar xfinity series victory at phoenix over the weekend with justin algar outlasting eric jones to win the dc solar 200 with the win algar won his first one hundred thousand dollar prize as part of the dash for cash program the win was junior motorsports first of 2017 and it capped an overall good weekend for the company rookie william byron showed off his new exalta paint scheme on the number nine chevrolet by winning his first career pole award the exalta team finished fourth elliot sadler fifth and michael at ninth to give all of Dale Jr.'s drivers top 10 finishes. The Exalta Customer Experience Center officially opens in May during All-Star Race Week here in Charlotte. Located on the campus of Hendrick Motorsports, the CEC will be a training facility for Exalta's customers while showcasing products, technology, and innovation. You can follow Exalta Racing on all social media accounts at Exalta Racing. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us where we're at right now. So find your closest One Main at OneMainFinancial.com. Lending made personal. All right. We're going to go into fast lane. I'm going to give TJ and Josh Josh. a a topic to debate. We're going to alternate who who responds first. Each of you will get 30 seconds to voice your opinion, and then whoever went first is going to get a 30-second rebuttal. You get that? Rebuttal. You got it. All right. TJ, you're going first. Phoenix is a unique racetrack with their dog leg turn. Do you advise your driver to use the shortcut, or is it just up to them? I advise my driver to use it because I've seen ground being made up using it before. But you can't, like, it's one of those deals where you can't just cut it a little bit. If you're going to cut it, you need to cut it. Like, I need to see dust coming up the back of the car. And then I just kind of close my eyes when we get to three and see what happens. Yeah, I don't advise my driver to use it unless it's restarts. Once you get going and you're by yourself, you don't gain enough for it not to matter because you hurt your car a lot with it. So... I only use it in restarts when everybody's stacked up and you can gain two or three spots out of it. Yeah, I still advise my driver to cut it. If he only if you're <clears throat> only if you need the time, only if you need to make up that extra car length or they're side by side a little bit or something like that. But it's not something you're gonna want to do when you're by yourself. You know, <clears throat> we that was having, like fifteen seconds. <laughs> we were having technical difficulties. It's not, it's not a preferred line that you're gonna want to run by yourself. No. 
RCR and Ryan Newman took home the win from Phoenix. It was their first win since 2013 with Kevin Harvick. Do you think RCR is back on the rise, or was this win just a good strategy call? Josh? I think this win was a good strategy call. Um, I think some weeks they showed signs of speed and on the rise, but I still think they have a little ways to go. Yeah, let's be honest. So 31 was not a threat yesterday at all. But if you go back to Atlanta, he was fast all weekend. In practice and qualifying, he was the guy to beat. You know, he even he did get beat for the pole at Atlanta, but he was fast. So they've obviously found some a little bit of speed there, and they just didn't have it quite at Phoenix. I look for them to be pretty decent in, in uh, Fontana. Yeah, I agree. I think the 31 and the 3 have both been pretty good someplace we went this year. Uh, you're I think... supposed to argue with me on these. Like, you're not supposed to disagree. <laughs> well, you're right. I can't argue when you're right. What? Don't make his <laughs> ego <laughs> any <what>? bigger. <laughs> Say it again. So what happened? <laughs> of the three one-mile racetracks, Phoenix, Hampshire, New <laughs> Hampshire, Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire, and Dover, which one is the hardest to spot at? TJ? Um, You know, I don't. I feel Phoenix would definitely be the hardest just because of the, the angle, but we're all used to the angle at Phoenix, and it's not nearly as difficult as like a Pocono Turn 1 or Indy because um, you can only see half the track. But Loudon's really good. Dover's fine. Um, but Phoenix, just the angle you're at. But we're all used to it, but just it, it is difficult, and you kind of got to you kind of got to learn it as you go again every time. To me, the toughest is Dover. It's because the track's widened out so much there over the last few years. There's a lot of big speed differences, and when they crash there, it's self-cleaning track, so you don't know where the guys are going to end up. Yeah, Dover uh, Dover doesn't bother me as much. I, I like multiple groove deals like that, but um, there's no real easy way to wreck at Dover, or Loudon either, really. I mean, when you wreck at those places, you pretty much you wreck pretty good. So, uh, But I'm still going to stick with Phoenix. Kyle Larson has finished second the last three consecutive races and is currently the points leader. What races do you think he has the best shot to win? Josh? The next one. It seems like every week he's one of the fastest cars and has a chance, especially when the grooves move around. So I look for him to probably contend this week at California since we'll be up by the wall at some point. Yeah, didn't he win the Xfinity race? Xfinity? Xfinity race. Xfinity? Didn't he win that race there before? I'm pretty sure he did. I thought he won there... I believe so. I think he's won there already. Um, but, yeah, he'll be fast this weekend. The, those guys, the the Ganassi Cars 2017 package is all is fast. So I look for him to be competitive this weekend, um, and uh, I'm sure he'll make it exciting. Yeah, he'll be good this weekend. I think Bristol will probably be a really good chance for him also. He always seems to be fast there and really aggressive being able to pass people when everybody gets to move it up. The off-the-wall topic. What has been the biggest upset so far in the tournament? Who has been the biggest surprise? TJ? I mean, if you going from last night, it'd right. be seeing Duke lose. Um, the one thing that the one thing that uh, I think it's getting worse and worse is what we're seeing with the officiating. You know, the, they should be able to review stuff. Like, I'm sure you saw the goaltending call in the basket. The guy's arm was through the hoop. I mean, that's not. I, I've never been able to do that, but to me, that's not legal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, how can you not go back and look and be like, okay, that was clear goaltending? The biggest upset to me so far is probably Villanova losing. I didn't really. Yeah, that screwed that. my bracket. I had them going to the screwed final. Everybody's bracket, right? Um, the biggest surprise to me is Duke losing, but I'm totally okay with it. If Brett were here, he'd be just glad. Yeah. Go Cox. Yeah, he'd be like, go Cox. Did you go to sure. USC? No. But oh, I hear Brett. Nah. Nah. He grew up in Martinsville. Yeah. There is nothing, you know. So, I applied to Clemson and got in. 
The college there is I'm called Clarence's Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, I went, to, <laughs> I went to Clarence's. Yeah, it was pretty solid. That's the college there. I got my Clarence's PhD steakhouse. in Greece. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the, I would say Duke or Villanova even, but, you know, I love seeing Duke lose. I'm not a Duke fan. I am not a Duke fan. I don't like that little <clears throat> kid that trips everybody. and Grayson Allen. Yeah, I'm not a big <laughs> the fan little of him. kid. He's like 6'6". Six, six. He yeah. looks mad. Like, I bet he got picked on as a kid. Yeah, I think he has the most punchable face. He does have a punchable face. He does. He's like the TJ of college basketball players. Ah! No, we're like way it. past that. I lost that last week. It made me mad, it made me mad too. It made me mad. We're going to go into hashtag AskDBC, where producer Josh has chosen a few questions off the Twittersphere to ask our guys here today. At JMWallace14 asks, which track has the best concession item, and what is it? Oh, this is Josh your... T. Williams. Josh knows. It's definitely the Martins of a hot dog. Yeah. I grew up on those things. Like, I didn't know there was any other kind of hot dog until I was 15. How so, many of you have you ate in one sitting before? I normally order, like... Don't, I mean, your record. What is your record for, like, a day? A day? Probably. Oh. <laughs> 10, or, you... 10 or 12? <laughs> oh, my Holy gosh. Balls. I get, like, That's four a lot at a time. Hot dogs. No, there were none of them with them. I had a buddy who ate 24 in 24 hours. That's disgusting. That's one an hour. How long did he spend in the hospital? Uh, <laughs> he didn't feel very good the next day. But How many of you ate at one time? Eight, I think. No, no, no. At one time. Yeah, like I ordered eight. No, like at one time. <laughs> <laughs> I can only go one, man, but I can like. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Oh, TJ. I just wanted to know. Um, My favorite concession I don't ever get them, and I never have, but any place there's a gigantic turkey leg because it's always funny. Like the Renaissance Fair? <laughs> Do it's they always serve funny, them at It's funny when you walk – yeah, when you walk by these people down there, and you've seen them. Oh, yeah. They're, these things are gigantic. I mean, it looks like a dinosaur leg, and these people are just gnawing on them when you go by. <laughs> it's always funny. You always look twice at it. Yeah, um, it's it's got to be awkward for them. That's weird. They don't look awkward eating it. I mean, they're like – Cannibals. <laughs> nah, like chicken I don't fine. know. As far as food-wise, I mean, I'm not a big Martinsville hot dog guy, but for the price, Martinsville does it right. They don't y- – y- it's like what you expect to pay for a hot dog. You don't go there and pay $9 for a hot dog. You you go there and you pay $2 for a hot dog, and that's what you should pay. I mean, it's right, though. I mean, you could take your family there and get some hot dogs and <laughs> whatever. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. I can eat there for less hot than dogs. 10 bucks. Yeah, Josh can eat there for 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh. D. Logan. Still more. At, <laughs> still more. At D. Logan 1 asks, I'm heading to Dover in June. Are there – this guy needs punctuation help, but are there any can't-miss restaurants or hot spots I should visit? Ben and Eileen's. <laughs> to, to me, you have to go to the casino because there's no telling who you'll see in there. Sam, and then Sambo's. Yeah, and I really like the Michelle's restaurant in the casino. That's a really good place to eat. You yeah, go to the coast well, yeah. Too. I don't make There's enough seafood. money to eat there. Well, take the right people. Last time I <laughs> ate there, I got a Caesar salad, and it had the little thingy, the little fish. anchovies. Oh my gosh! Can't I have threw those. up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the cow. little fish thingies. They were disgusting. You're looking. so refined. Yeah, but and I also did get a, a steak there one time, and I cooked it on a rock. Oh yeah, that's, that's what awesome. I get. Yeah, yeah, that was. Good. And you got to go to Fire and Ice. Yeah, that's What's a good that? place. You meet a lot of cool people there. What's Fire and Ice? a bar inside the casino. That's where, oh, I'm, at. Really? That's where I'm at, Josh. Uh, the okay. starter. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> at Lacey Bazinet asks, <laughs> TJ, what does it mean when you say double yellow? Are you talking about a speed on pit road? I don't know if I've ever said that word, double yellow. Well, Lacey thinks you have. 
Lacey's listening to Lacey, you. Lacey, I, no, I really don't. If I said that, I was mumbling or something. Um, <laughs> Standard TJ. I, I don't even know what double yellow means. Do you? Uh, we don't use any double yellow. I don't ever use double yellow. Um, yeah, unless, I don't know. Unless she's talking about the double yellow line. We don't ever talk about that. Yeah, we don't ever really have one, though. It's always a single and then dotted. Josh, instead of door bumper <clears throat> clear, what do you say? I say outside corner clear. He and says when seven's driving away. No. I said 88's <laughs> holding us up. That's right. Should have took four. Should have took four is what you should say. No, I say outside corner clear, and anytime I say bumper clear, I immediately think of TJ, and I fix myself. And Ryan immediately feels more comfortable. Uh, no. <laughs> At JW Roberts one asks, could a team turn a car around and use it again on the West Coast if no damage from the Vegas race? Uh, yeah, they could turn a car around. I, they, I don't think any there. I don't. There probably is a few people that might be doing that, but I don't think none of the none of our cars will be doing that. It, it, you could if you had to. Um, they've already got them cars ready mm-hmm. yeah. to go. So our trucks leave at six a.m. tomorrow morning. So those yeah, cars have to and be the, ready. the cup cars we've had. We got trailers out there swapping out and stuff. They're doing it today. Probably right now as we're recording this. Our guys were our guys were meeting at seven thirty to go to the track, Phoenix time. Um, to to you know swap out get the cars ready how they want them just like they would leave the shop here to go to Fontana and then um, they'll be ready to go again. We got there on Thursday and I don't know about your guys. We got there early on Thursday and our guys had some work to do on the Phoenix car still coming from Vegas. Um, so we had they worked on the car in a baseball stadium, one of those spring league deals. They worked on the car in a parking lot there for a little while. Yeah, our guys did everything Sunday night before we left Vegas, so we were a little bit later leaving, but they didn't have to come out so early Thursday. Yeah, probably still left at noon. Yeah, it was yeah. an hour difference. <clears throat> it's better than seven forty-five. <laughs> I know you don't like to get up that early. I stayed in Phoenix the whole time. I went straight from Vegas to Phoenix. Yeah, what time do you normally get up? Uh, my alarm was set for eleven thirty today, but. Josh called. Oh my gosh! Eleven <laughs> thirty. I didn't go to bed until three. Listen, he's also single and lives in a house by himself too. So, and he doesn't have any pets or anything. So, I mean, why not? I'd probably sleep then too. I don't sleep that late every day. What do you got next, Kristen? Um, did you want to look at your Twitter and see if there were any <clears throat> um, tweets? Yeah. Ooh. By the way, I smoked bread again in the competition. Did you see that? Yeah, because Kozlowski disqualified. Cheaters never win. But I have, I have, I talked to Brett and I have Brett's pick. Okay, why do some drivers like Larson and Dylan wear a harness type Hans while others, Harvick, etc., just use shoulder type Hans? I think it's driver preference, whatever they're more comfortable with wearing. They all fit a little bit differently too, and some some people, you know, some some of them guys, I think. I think some open wheel guys like different stuff as well, and they like. I know Justin Allgaier. He's he's he has some open wheel stuff, and I think I think that stuff translates to that stuff. He runs like that midget in the off season or whatever, and I think some of that translates into what they wear. Yeah, I think almost every <clears throat> guy that you see that runs dirt or midgets runs that harness. I guess it's just something. Maybe it's easier for them to wear in those cars, and they're used to it. Yeah. I think, uh, let's see, what do you think about Blaney's comment? We went over that. What? what did Justin mean, TJ, when he said his car was too good early in the run? Uh, that we were just too fast and it was going to fall off quicker and we weren't going to be as good at the end. You never want to start off and just be like, man, this thing's perfect. You want to start off because your car will change. So you want if your car if your car goes to the loose side, you know, 30 laps into a run, you want to start off being a little snugger, a little tighter. That way it takes longer to get to that point. 
So you kind of have a you kind of have a more medium balance the whole time rather than I'm really good and then 20 laps later oh gosh I'm hanging on. So you want to have um you know a little bit more of a um medium ground. This person wants to know what do you think about Cole and Austin? I think Cole just made a mistake underneath him. It was nothing intentional, and I think Austin should have looked at that a little bit and took his time before he wrecked him under yellow. Well, I look at it like this. Cole was a rookie in that series, but he knows what he's doing, but he made a mistake. You got a cup guy running the Xfinity series for no real rate. I mean, just for the win, he has a rookie take him out, you know, not intentionally or anything, but that's the risk you take when you run that series. When you race against guys with yellow stripes on their bumpers, that's the t- part of the risk that you take when you race in that series. And I think Austin's done a really good job of proving himself and coming into his own. But, you know, things that when he goes and does stuff like that, that's not really necessary. He wasn't taken out for a win or anything like that. A rookie made a mistake. He doesn't need to go tear, take his car and run the guy into the wall or something. You know, next time you race that kid, rough him up a little bit and move on. Yeah. You also don't need to leave oil all over the track and cause a red flag. I thought, hey, shout out to the cleanup crew who nailed that streak. It was like a snake slithering, too, and they were all over it. So, good job to them. Does NASCAR allow teams to practice pit road speed using the actual timing lines during practice sessions? Yeah, we d- we all did it a bunch on um, Saturday. Some, yeah, Saturday, maybe a little bit Friday, too. Um, they have the timing and scoring stuff set up so you can run it and then go get the readings on what you ran. and So, you know, really... So really there's not any big excuse for speeding other than the driver pushing the pedal a little too far and um, hurting you because you got plenty of time to get your stuff right. What could, here, Josh, what could NASCAR do to help you guys spot in multiple series? In multiple series? Mm-hmm. I think majority of us do. We do, I mean, pretty much everyone up there does trucks and Xfinity and Cup. So what could help you? Anything help you not be some breaks on Friday? <laughs> I mean, TJ had to work out for five hours in a row on was it Saturday or Friday? Saturday. So we man. need some Three like practices. a thirty-minute break every and once a while. Qualifying in a race and an umbrella. It's hard. And yeah. Let's don't get it wrong. We all have it really well, but it's hard when no, on we don't. Friday we sucks. Well, for all us. of us, but TJ, obviously, he's struggling over here. But it's hard on like Friday when we have a cut practice and then three Xfinity practices, and they're all five minutes apart. You can't even – you don't have time to go to the bathroom. So, less. like at Atlanta, we had seven practices and then cup qualifying. Yeah. There was five minutes between every practice. So, that's – we basically spotted for almost eight hours straight with five-minute breaks. So, when are you supposed to go to the bathroom? When are you supposed to, you know, eat your sandwich? When are you supposed yeah. to, you know, eat whatever snack Josh brings? I have a lot of snacks. I would get them in. Mm. Yeah, what's in your uh, – we always ask what's in your spotter bag. Spider bag. Uh, Pink hot dogs. <laughs> in March, though, yeah. But, um, I have a bunch of waters, actually, and then four or five snacks. 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 Sorry, I'm country. <laughs> um, like some peanut butter crackers and some Slim Jims. Slim Jim? Slim Jims, yes. Snap. Fruit Is that snacks? what happened to Ryan? Did he snap into a Slim Jim? <laughs> yeah. Is that what happened? He needed a Snickers. <laughs> he did need a Snickers. Um I got a – this guy wants to know why Junior pitted for a two-lap shootout following from – Around fourth to ninth is better than seventeenth to fourteenth. Uh, well, if we would have if we would have stayed out, we would have been probably fourth or fifth because we were behind all those guys that stayed out, and we would have been the buffer car to tires. And you know, we depending on how everything went, we were. Did you see what happened to Truex? No, I didn't. We come off turn two. Truex started up there. 
he stayed out too. And we were side by side with him at the line. So that's exactly why we pitted right there. We would have been in the same boat, and then you would have been writing the same tweet about, why on earth did you not pit and get four? Did you see what happened to Truex? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So the opposite end of that, I think Junior and them made the right call by pitting. We were 20th already. Yeah, there's no reason. In hindsight, to pit. we probably should have stayed out. If you stay out, you need to be in the first row. Yeah. To hold people off. But our problem was we took four, so we came back out. 23rd or whatever. Oh, and see, we, we yeah, yeah should have took two. <laughs> so we didn't, mm. we couldn't go anywhere the last green light checker. Can you talk about how the Dale Jr. download needs help badly? <laughs> Door bumper clear has been entertaining this year. Thanks, Ralph Cramden. <laughs> I like you. You're a nice guy. Who's a better golfer, Josh or Josh? Uh, that'd be this Josh, yeah. special guest Josh. That'd be special guest Josh. That Josh calls me after he's been drinking and was like, I really need some golf help. Which is I, I do. Yeah. Sorry, not everybody was former professional. So, well, it's not my fault. I'm really good on, on Tiger Woods. You're really good with a controller. Yeah, I can't play golf regularly. Putt putt. <laughs> <laughs> play putt putt with you all day. Do you use a little plastic putter or do you get a big big boy one? No, big man, one. I'm talking like windmill and stuff like that. You know, the leaning tower of Paris. Got to hit it right through the middle of it. Did you say leaning tower of Paris? <laughs> or whatever yeah, it is. I think you said Paris. <laughs> It's pizza. It it's pizza. Pizza, Paris, pizza, whatever. Yep. Edit that out, Josh. No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> Leave, it. It's over by Paris, isn't it? It's yeah, same continent. Do you even know where it is? I've been there. It's Italy. I've been to both. The Leaning Tower of Pisa you know is in at? Italy. That not is really, because my... no, but I've been there. <laughs> I got off on a cruise ship, man. I don't remember. Do you have any rants? Um, anything that made you mad? Yeah, this what made? Yeah, yeah, what made you mad? <laughs> uh, TJ came up to me telling me I should took four tires. Hey, you should. Every time I saw him, like today. And then everywhere else, text him after the race, you got four. I have a little bit of a rant. It was like 97 degrees, and we got told we had to take down our umbrellas. I know. I brought a special one, too. Why'd they tell you to take them down? I don't know. We just had we just got told we had to take them down, or the police would be up there. Yeah. We're not really The affected. umbrella police? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> We're not blocking anybody's view. Like, right? No. You're on the top of the spotter stand. Yeah. Uh, yeah closer to the sun. <laughs> th- yeah. So that's why... You know, we asked for our, the roof. So, yeah, I, I even had a little special one that, like, clamps onto the rail. It wasn't going anywhere. With your was, little fan? It was. Oh, I forgot that thing. I need to bring it. I'm going to tell I you. I can, cannot. I have a, like, this. Have you, you saw the fan. Oh, the yeah. The one I brought to Michigan. Yep. The thing's awesome. It's rechargeable. It's like a little USB fan. And you just push. It's got three speeds. It's nice. We needed that under the pit box. It was, like, there was sun everywhere. There was no shade down. Yeah, there was no shade either because we couldn't have umbrellas. Yeah, wah, wah. I'm really not worried about no shade being down there. I'm worried. I'm not. I was sweaty. It was hot. Yeah, still not worried. You had a nice cooler right That's there. That's right, I got doused with Gatorade in Victory Lane and smelled yeah. like Gatorade for the next 12 hours. Oh, so you're complaining, but now you're not complaining. Right, because we won. <laughs> All right, I don't really... Uh, Josh, you got anything? You got anything you want to plug? Did you write a book? You yeah, have a new Josh. single coming out? <laughs> no books, no singles. <laughs> like to plug the cookout? Yeah, I like to plug the cookout for staying open late. I'm glad you found your house on the way home. Yeah, I did go Congratulations. last night. Thank you. Yeah, what, what else do you, did you what do? What do you usually Phoenix? get at the old cookout? Yeah. I get a lot. It's not important. Let's find out. Yeah. Side of chicken nuggets. So it depends on <laughs> side, side of corn dog. <laughs> I do get a corn dog. Yeah. So it depends on my mood. This is going to sound really bad, but if I'm really hungry, I'll oh, get like, yeah. No, this is good. I spent like 16 bucks. Holy cow. Yeah. Isn't everything like a buck there? Yeah, exactly. So I'll get a cheeseburger, a chicken sandwich, a corn <laughs> a corn dog, <laughs> a fry. You got to get the Cajun fries. Though. That Cajun sauce is good. 
Um, a huge nuggets. sweet tea. No chicken nuggets, no. A huge sweet tea, and every once in a while I get milk tea. Holy cow. Yeah. And then so I'll... Do you immediately, like, fall asleep? After the milkshake, yeah. <laughs> After the milkshake. He falls asleep with the milkshake on his stomach on the recliner. I've never even been to cookout. <laughs> Holy cow. You've never been to cookout? Uh-uh. Oh, it's so good. I'm How about afraid lunch? I'm allergic to everything there. You've been to the cookout. Yeah, I go to cookout a lot. Yeah. You know what cookout I'm talking yeah. about. What? How do you... <laughs> You're so weird. The one where my meat's on his grill. <laughs> that sounds... That was so bad. weird. <laughs> hey, that's a good one, man. You need hey, to... on that note... <laughs> Let's, anyway, uh, uh, you have to you have to do your pick, TJ. No, I don't have to pick first. I won. Brett is picking Kevin Harvick for Fontana. Oh, well, if he's so picking obvious Harvick, you're not ready because why well, I needed to hear Brett's pick. I didn't know how big he was going to go here, but he's going. For, he's shooting for the stars. He he's doesn't like to be. He doesn't like this even stuff. Josh, you get a pick too. I get to pick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Gonna I'm going to go with. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. I'll take Jimmy. Well, since it's my only time to pick, I'm going with Larson. Boom. Shakalaka. Did I already use Larson one time? No, I didn't. Perfect. I'll All right, well, we'll see what happens. He'd be a good pick right now for sure, though. So He's on a good track for him, too. Yeah. All right, well. Well, Josh, thanks for yeah. uh, Thank you all for having me. Pinch hitting yeah, us. I think the cookout's open right now. It you is. should head, head on and get yourself there. a corn dog. Yeah, you should head on <laughs> over there. I mean, it's just a corn dog? I'm hungry. <laughs> this is, like is going to be a $16 <laughs> trip here. You're so. right. But, Josh, uh, you got to thank one main financial. <laughs> <laughs> That's Brett's line. Okay. So, I'm going to be Brett right here. So, I really like to thank one main for sponsoring the podcast in the Exalted Studio. And I'm going to leave y'all with Brett's famous line. Holla. Well, we're not done that yet. That was so good. That's for me. Oh, for you. Okay. Yeah, You're not yeah. done? Keep sending us feedback. Rate yeah. us on iTunes. You know, the Dale Jr. download is terrible. You can comment that. Um, whatever you want to do. But uh, Brett, he's probably sleeping right now, waiting to hear this. So thanks, everybody, and we will talk to you after Fontana. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for having me. Peace. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 